welcome to the Ashley Lay Real Estate Podcast. On episode three, our past client, Cindy Tripkin, joins us to chat about how downsizing changed her life. Hi, this is Ashley Lay with Ashley Lay Real Estate and Keller Williams, and we are here for our second podcast. How exciting! Woohoo! And I've got Cindy Tripkin with me, a former client of many times, um, to talk about something that's near and dear to my heart and uh, many of my friend sets' hearts: uh, downsizing. So I know this this was just a topic that I was super excited to tackle because um, it seems like it's the topic of every conversation. If it's not downsizing, it is taking care of your senior parents and people in our age group are having to do both. So today I want to talk about Cindy's process and uh, what that looked like and what it might look like for you and how we can help you wrap your mind around it and maybe get into that uh, next house in your journey. Cindy, mm. tell me about what made you think about for the fir- first time, let's, let's maybe uh, move out of this beautiful home with a beautiful garden you'd done and, and you'd staged it perfectly and I was really surprised to hear you were ready to downsize. Well, Ash, if you remember, we kind of down, we downsized twice. Remember, well, you did. You did. We got rid of some kids and downsized from the log home, mm-hmm. which you sold at the open house. <laughs> and I freaked out. I was like, oh, what am I going to do next? Where are we moving in with yeah. you? Right. So we went from, what was it, 30? What year was that? <sighs> something like that. So, okay. Yes. 08, I think it was, it's when Derek lot. graduated. Yeah. yeah. And that was, what, 3,300 square feet? It was a big house. Yeah. And then we downsized to 2,400 square feet and freaked me out (laughs) because I was like... What do you do with all your stuff? Right. Where was... And we weren't real stuff people, but... And a lot of stuff went with my daughter. Right. um, Because, you know, girls... Your kids were grown at that point. Yeah. And girls have a whole lot of more stuff than boys. He had soccer, (laughs) but my daughter had girl stuff and she rode horses so she had all her horse stuff um but there's still and my husband is italian so he's a saver and a hoarder (laughs) and he had we had all his stuff and so we built at 2400 square feet on an acre and so we had all the lawn equipment and all his stuff and a huge attic and a basement well, and it allowed y'all to still have that outlet of the yard or him and you. Well, you too, because you love your gardening. And right. You, I mean, they turned this place into a park, y'all. It was amazing. And the basement, you can put things in and yeah. they go into those corners and into those eaves and storage. From it's the like top, the hinterland. <laughs> yeah, it's like the hinterland. You don't even know what's there. Yeah. And then my son. Um, Failed to launch, and so he stayed with us, and which was okay. He was working. He's supporting right. himself. He's coming and winning. Saving money. Didn't know he was there, right? And then he found the love of his life. You sold him a house. He launched, got married. We're waiting for a grandchild now, and I'm like, why are we here? Yeah. And um, noticed more and more things piling on the bottom of the stairs because we had 17 steps. <laughs> Notice I can count them. Yeah, she had steps going into the entrance. You go in, she's got steps going upstairs, she's got steps going to the basement. It's a lot of steps. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I'm only 39. But, uh, <laughs> you know, the steps kept getting more and more arduous. And the laundry was upstairs. Ooh. And I'm thinking, and we Ooh. have older parents. And 
older friends with the church and in our social group and things. And there was one friend who lost her husband and she moved into a new house. And she said to me, I wish my husband had been in this quote unquote house, this last house. And that really struck me because we've been married for a long time and I didn't want to be in this great new quote unquote house without Phil. Yeah. I wanted memories with him, and I know that's a bad thing to think about. But well, once you get to a certain age, you have to think about that. Right. You Plus, do. I was not going to pack alone right. all this stuff we had right. accumulated. And, you know, a great point to point out to people. You said you downsized the first time. Wasn't your master up in yeah. the same house? Yeah. So was mine. Yeah. And, I, you know, I, I, I'm going to tell our viewers that, and our listeners to maybe think about that twice. <laughs> Master and, up and, and laundry up. Yeah, that's tough. And I, if I had it to do over again, I don't think I would. Have, we downsized into a townhome downtown to be near downtown. But I think um, we we have, we wanted to be in a loft. And you know, you have to look at HOAs when you're when you're downsizing too. You're you're trying to sometimes you're trying to save money or you're looking at long term. And I was looking at the cost of an HOA, and it was a couple hundred more dollars for the lofts than it is the townhome. And honestly, I wish I'd spent that couple hundred extra dollars a month to be on one level. One level, right. Yes. How, how about you? We, um, I was just diagnosed with arthritis in my ankles. My doctor said I'm paying for the life I chose to lead. <laughs> it's true. Pay my attention to that. Are, uh, yeah. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I was really hard on my ankles. I was a ballet dancer. Be oh, quiet. My. No comments. Um, Cindy was a ballet dancer, y'all. That's yeah, yeah, North North Jersey Ballet. Oh wow! And um, all that point and everything, I got arthritis, and so my doctor said, consider what that's going to continue to do to your ankles. So when we started looking, it was all about one level, and because the stairs, this last time, right? The stairs are what was killing me. Yeah. Um, just that up, down, up, down. And like you said, my master and my laundry was upstairs. Well, and your parking was in the basement. Oh, my Lord. So you Lord. had to bring your groceries up. Yes. Yeah. And trying to park on that driveway and bring the groceries in through the front was just ridiculous at times, too. So we had to start thinking about that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. And Well, what was it like uh-huh. when you finally wrapped your mind around doing this? You had a lot of stuff, Sandy. Yeah, and and a lot of memories in that house. Yeah, you know of the Christmases and my daughter's wedding. Because yeah, you were there almost a decade. Yeah, yeah, and, or right at a decade, I guess. Yeah, yeah. and and it was a good decade. Yeah. You know, it's you know my son's friends on the back screen porch hanging out, and it was it was my kids were young adults. They were ending high school and young adults, and ours was the house all the people came to. Yeah. You know, and hung out and big meals in the dining room. That's the part that was hard for me to leave. Yeah. I miss that. But then when I really started thinking about it, you know, Alex had moved. My daughter had gotten married and moved to Charlotte. Mm -hmm. So she wasn't there as much anymore. And I really started thinking about what was going on in the house was holidays. Mm -hmm. And Alex was starting to have some holidays at her house. Mm-hmm. Derek was working so much and spending some time at his girlfriend's house. And it really came down to reality. Yeah. 
What do you need all that space for anymore? Right. And I was cleaning you it. You don't have to be the person for the holiday anymore. Not only that, my kids were having some gentle conversations with me that went like... Mom, we don't want to clean out your stuff. <laughs> I know where this is going, Cindy. <laughs> yes. Not only we don't want to clean out your stuff. No. I don't want your antiques or I don't want your china or... I, and I want to say something right there. I apologize for interrupting you. It's such an important point for our listeners to hear. Your children do not want your stuff. They don't want your brown stuff. Is what There's a lot of articles out there about brown furniture, and that's the antiques. Yeah. And sadly, you know, I know our generation put a lot of emphasis on that and the generations before us, and they were super important to us. That we honored that's that. That's right. We honored it. But I think that now in this digital world, and there's so many ways to save those memories other than holding right. on to that piece of furniture, that... Um, what, what we're finding, especially you go to an estate sale, and it makes me so sad, you know, because we, we list people's homes after their, their parents have passed away and that sort of thing. And we go, and they're having an estate sale, and there's five different sets of dishes sitting out on the right. dining room table, and there's and it's a big antique dining room table. There's a price on the dining room table, and there's a price on every set of dishes, and then they might not even can give away the dishes. Right. And it breaks my heart personally because I have... I have family heirloom dishes, but that's not the next generation. No. That's not who they are, and they don't want our stuff. And no offense to them, mm-hmm. because our values are totally different than their values. Right. And at first, I got really upset. I was like, what do you mean you're not going to want this? Or right. what do you mean you don't want that? Right. Or this, that, or the other thing. And it was it was offensive to me yeah. at first. And yeah. it kind of hurt my feelings. Mine too. But... I had to understand that it's not about stuff for them. It's about the memories That's right. for them. And That's it's right. about what they hold dear. And they just have to, they don't have to go and find a box of pictures. Yeah. They don't have to scrapbook. Yeah. Well, it's all, it's all at the they touch can of pull a out their phone on their phone right. anymore. Right. Yeah. So it's a totally different, um, this mindset. generation is, is a totally different mindset. They've grown up in a different world than we grew up in. And we grew up, all our grandmothers had tchotchkes laying around and you could you know, and it was Hummels and Hummels and everything. And when they when they pass, it's like you get one and you get one and you get one. My mother is still trying to give me stuff. And I'm like, Oh my mom actually, funny story, had um, her mother's house, we have a, a family member that owns it, and she gave she just remodeled and she gave my mother a door out of her mother's house, so my grandmother's house. My mom was so excited to get that door. My husband carried it all the way up the steps of her attic, and he came home and he went. And one day, I will carry it down the steps of this attic. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. And so I had a, you know, in, in thinking about it, I was like, I've got all this stuff. I really don't want my children to be laden with all this stuff. Exactly. It's a gift. It is a gift we give our children when we don't leave all that stuff for them to go through. Right. Because do you know how many houses I list? And the people spend weeks cleaning it out. And they every day that they do that, it's an emotional turmoil roller coaster of cleaning out their mother or their father's things. And we can give them the gift of it being so much easier. And I started thinking about what I feel like when I go to my mother's house, mm-hmm. you know, and it's got all these, like, I don't even know what those curtains with the frilly things, you know, mm-hmm. pulled back or called. And she's got her blue recliner and her pink little couch. And I was like... And therefore, by the grace of God, go I. <laughs> and I did not want to be that person, you know, 20, 30 years from now with my children. So I said to my husband, 
You know those juice glasses that you can't even fit your nose in with the cartoon characters on them and all those boxes of trophies that you have that, you know, you got to start looking at this because we're moving again. And... Well, let's, let's, let's actually talk about that, per se, the actual decluttering process, because that's the thing that gives everybody analysis paralysis. When we'll actually go on a listing appointment, mm-hmm. and they'll say, we want to downsize. Let's set us up on a, a MLS drip, and let's be looking at houses, or maybe let's go out and see houses. But when you call them a month later, or six weeks later, or two months later, they say, I just got so overwhelmed, I quit. Yeah. And and I have to give them the advice that I finally had to give myself because my husband and I made the decision in the fall of 2018, we finally listed our house in the summer of 2019. No, fall of 2017 and we finally And you're listed a our stuff house. lover. Yeah, and then we didn't even get listed until almost a year later <laughs> because it wasn't until January that I could get past, you know, I had 17 years worth of stuff. Yeah. And I raised my kids in that house. It's up here. And I had all those memories you talked about in that house. And I had, and then I went upstairs and I started opening, you know, I, oh, I got the rooms cleaned out. So I was proud of that. The rooms were cleaned out. Then I started opening those those little doors to the attics upstairs, all those mini attics and I had to take and the eaves and just got completely overwhelmed. And so I had to break it down to where it was do 30 minutes every day. And if I just do 30 minutes, even if it's five minutes, just do a little bit every day. And that's finally what got me over the hump. How how did you go about attacking that? I started opening those spaces. I attacked one space. I put it all out in the middle of the floor. And I said to my husband, you haven't opened this box and myself for 30 years take a picture of it whatever because we're having a garage sale and I picked a date on this date mm-hmm. and it's either going in the garage sale you could say one mm-hmm. but you can only bring you have to decide what you're bringing yeah. x amount yeah. and it's that's the save box mm-hmm. this is the garage sale box and this is the goodwill box yeah. and what didn't sell at the garage sale was not coming back into the yeah. house that was the rule and at one point, I also had a friend of mine there helping me make those decisions and helping my husband make those decisions. Sometimes you have to have that person that party. says, you don't need this. Yeah, you can add, I'm sure you know people who I could help them make that. four boxes, four giant Sterlite boxes full of kids' schoolwork yeah. that I wanted to keep. And I, and, and I still was going to carry all of it. But an example with that is what I did is I got these big frames mm-hmm. and I put examples of their like Christmas things Mm -hmm. in one, their Easter things in another, and I hang them up at that holiday and everything else went out. Oh, I love that. Yep, everything else went out. And there's on the wall at Christmas, is there like second grade ghosts or whatever at Halloween? Everything else went out. And so you're honoring it. Yes. Because you can't honor all that stuff stuck in a box. And so I tried to figure out ways to honor it. That. Yeah, and if you can't, that's why, you know, sometimes having different eyes on the stuff yeah. can help you figure it out. Well, one of the things that helped me, too, was um, you as you're going through and you're putting things in those boxes, some of the times I realized I had, I mean, I just had a bunch of stuff that just needed to be thrown away. Right. So we had, we literally had a dumpster delivered, and it was less than $300, right. and it sat right outside my bonus room window, and everything on the second floor that, like you said, wasn't being yard sale, wasn't being kept, wasn't being donated, just went out the window. Right. the trash. Right. And it was, um, after a little while, at first it was kind of like, 
Like seriously, why that, do you need college transcripts? You can that's get the them kind digitally. Of stuff that went in there. It was my we my husband and I had kept all of our college textbooks. Right. It was like why? Right. And and he didn't want to part with his. And I was like, honey. And so literally. Maybe I maybe I shouldn't be giving this advice, and and if he watches this, I'm in trouble. You will deny. Um, <clears throat> yeah. When you turned around, yeah. <laughs> no, it went. <laughs> right. So, all right. So, so you get to the point, and you get it all organized, and you you get ready to downsize. You wrap your mind around it, and you commit. You, you commit. have to commit. Okay. You just have to commit. So then you're now okay. So you have less stuff. Get with your realtor and decide on square footage. And and you can't backslide. You cannot allow your realtor, if you decide 17, 18, 100 square feet, whatever you decide, you can't decide based on your, the stuff you want to fit in. That's it. right. That's right. You have to, this is what I, this is what I told you and Amanda. I want to plug my vacuum in three times. Yeah. yeah. And now the cord's really long. Yeah. So that's what, 17, 1800 square feet. It is. Because I did not want, our goal was we want to travel, I want to have a guest room, uh-huh. but it doesn't have to be huge. Right. So that was three bedrooms, and I wanted most of the square footage in my public space because that's where we live. Right, that's where we live. We did the same thing. And you know, let me tell you a secret. So we were, quote, downsizing, but it was more about one floor sizing right and we had bought five and a half acres and we went and we got all of this we we spent a year um getting ready to build and we we did the whole thing with the uh, architect where they draw out your plan and we started pricing it and getting i mean literally pricing on everything here was the big shocker i'm a real estate agent we sell almost 200 homes a year how in the world did I not realize what I was getting myself into? It was $175 a square foot <laughs> when we got through, and that wasn't counting the land that I already owned. Because you did what all your clients do. Mm-hmm. I want this, I, I want, want that, that, I want everything that uh, your everything little heart desires. Said, right? And it started out, my husband and I said, we're doing 2,200 square feet. Mm-hmm. We ended up with 24. 350 or so on the main level, but then I added a bonus room that was 400 square feet. So now we're at like 2,700 something square feet. And oh, and we're going to build a pool, and we were going to have the outdoor kitchen, and we're going to have this giant screened in room on the back that had heating in the ceiling. And at the end of the day, we got that, and I kind of had an epiphany one day. And I mean, you know, we've been moving towards this for two years, right? We're going to build on this land, build this beautiful home. And I had this epiphany. And I saw myself, um, I saw myself at 60 years old with a mortgage, which I didn't want. And um, a yard you didn't want to take care of. Right. And I was so excited to get rid of my two acre yard. What in the world was I going to be doing getting back into this? Right. A pool to take care of every, you know, all summer, which would keep us from traveling that much. And I looked at my husband one night, we got in from work, and I said, what are we doing? And he he was like, honey, are you sure you don't want to do this? This has been your dream. You wanted to build on this land that was family land. And I said, you know, I did. But I think what I've recognized about myself, we asked ourselves, what did we most enjoy in the last couple of years? And we had lived downtown in Plant 64 while we were down, you know, after we sold our home, um, just renting to kind of have fun downtown. And we realized we were the most happy we'd ever been mm-hmm. since our kids had grown. 
um, living in a little 1,200 square foot loft apartment downtown, walking everywhere. It kept us healthy. And for us, we realized this is what we want. So we moved downtown. Well, and I think that's really what you have to... I think most people want to move laterally, but smaller. And that may not be what's best for you. You really have to think, what is it that you want for the next 10, 20 years, whatever? Right. And and Phil and I really, really thought about it. You know, like you said, our acre yard was like some kind of an arboretum it park. It was. It was And at first, it was a labor of love. We spent all weekend out there with the kids, with neighbors, partying, having fun, but it was a lot of labor. It was a lot of work. And in the end, it became something we dreaded. It was a big reason we we left. So one of the things was we wanted to move somewhere where we could garden a little bit, but not have to take care of the lawn. The second thing was one level. We And the third thing was small enough where we could, in essence, zip it up and leave for several weeks yeah. at a time and not have to worry yeah. about the lawn, about the house, about yeah. everything, and have neighbors that were close enough that could watch our house for security reasons because yeah. we were kind of isolated yeah. where we were yeah. on that acre. And we were in a neighborhood, but it wasn't right. real close. Right. And we were a little bit worried about having close neighbors, but we were like, it's a trade-off for the security. It is. It is. Because I was going to be retired and home alone. Yeah. And, you know, I was a little bit worried about security yeah. as I as we aged. Yeah. So what that came down to is either a cluster home or attached living in a villa, which is what we ended up building. So you really have to reassess, do we want to move laterally but just smaller or do we want something totally different? And we moved into something totally different like you did. Mm-hmm. And we said, you know what? What's the worst? Yeah. What's the worst? If we build this and we absolutely hate it, it's not like we signed in blood. Right, right. We can say And we're in such a good market right now that if, same thing, if anybody does that and they hate it, <clears throat> um, <laughs> don't, I don't hate my house. We love our location. We love where we are. But my knees... Keep reminding me, why did I buy a townhome with a bedroom? Right. I, I was like, I can do this 10 more years. Yeah. Um, but I, I see a loft in my future Yeah. not too long from now. But because the market is still good, I know that you know I can flip that around if I need to and, right. and move into something else. And the other thing that we discovered is furniture does not move well. <laughs> you did like me. You got rid of most of yours, didn't you? Yes, because <laughs> when I started thinking about moving the furniture from 2,400 square feet, you know, like the sectional couch and this, that. It does not move well. So we also gave ourselves another gift, and we went to, you know, like the outlet center at Furniture Land South Mm -hmm. or whatever and totally changed our style because the house you sold was a very traditional style home. The house we built, I went kind of crazy and I went very modern I was like let's just totally change our life for the last yeah. chapter and of it's our fun life. isn't it oh my gosh we, we did had the same so thing. much fun it. and I was like you know what if I'm going to downsize I'm not going to look at something as this is bad right let's just let's make just, it fun yeah let's just make it fun and I went to Furniture Land South got a free decorator went to the outlet center where it's cheaper and just said I want that couch that chair <clears throat> and pieced together with things that did fit yes, yes. and had a blast. Oh my goodness. It was I, so I have much to tell fun. You a secret. So this is, you know, this is 12-year-old Ashley talking, right? 
So I walked into my house one day and I had such an over, and it looked so pretty and the sun was coming through the front windows and I had got finally gotten it set up just the way I wanted and those beautiful dark wood floors that I wanted and, and that I had wanted for years. And I walked in and I just had this overwhelming sense of joy because yes. it was so small and I had, we had cleaned that weekend and it took us 30 minutes. Right. You know? Um, and I was just so happy to be there that I twirled all the way down the down the floor through the living room into the or the living room goes right into our kitchen, and I was just so giddy that that was my house now, and I didn't have thirty eight hundred square feet to clean. Right, and the deep carpet that you need the Dyson to vacuum, and yes, it's just freedom. It yes. is. It is freedom, and it's just like you said. We both own homes now that we don't have a yard to take care of. Right, and. If we want to go somewhere for a week, two weeks, three weeks, you shut the door, you lock it, out you go. Right. It's great. Phil and I sit there now on Friday night and say, what are we going to do this This weekend? weekend. Mm -hmm. And it's like, let's go to that llama winery. (laughs) I'm like, llama winery. I've heard a lot about that. Oh, yeah, we have to go. It's so fun. Oh, my gosh. Yes. (laughs) And it's like we're we're like kids again because we're not tied to a house and a yard. and. It's you don't have to blow the leaves this weekend. That's right. Right? Right? That's right. All right. Well, I, I think we've talked about everything that we wanted to hit. And uh, the, the biggest thing we can say to you is uh, if you're ready, give us a call. We'll walk you through it. We'll hold your hands. We'll cry with you if we need to. We'll get some boxes for you. Yeah. And then we'll celebrate together when you get into that <laughs> home. So thank you so much for joining us. Oh, Cindy. you're welcome. I appreciate it. Love you, girl. Okay. Love you <laughs> back. Thanks for joining us on episode three of the Ashley Lay Real Estate Podcast. As always, if you or someone you know is looking to buy or sell, give us a call. Contact info will be in the show notes below.